Welcome back. I'm Emily at Emily's Podcast, Tribute to All Little Angels. This is another episode of Questions and Answers, Part 4, Episode 2 of the Review of Questions and Answers. This set of questions is from Part 1, Episode 5. Number 1. I can't imagine what you are going through. But you say you have a letter of their response saying, first, they didn't know who you were. You have no one in the cemetery you were are related to, yet you prove to them they do know you. Their response then was, they haven't heard from you. I can't imagine how this is not enough to question their words or intentions. I'm sorry you are going through this. Answer. Yes, I agree. I even have a response letter from them saying, the people involved don't work there or are no longer there. Number two. In the podcast, you mentioned the attorney giving you an, an admittance map he received on January 16, 2019 that the city returned to you in their response, which you said were your documents. How do you know they were your documents? Answer. The response was odd looking when I opened the envelope. Front and back paper was copied on each sheet and their admittance map had the date in the copy of the date I wrote on the admittance map the day I received it, January 16, 2019. Number three, Emily, one thing, don't give up on that. That's all. Answer, thank you. Oh, and believe me, I will not. I am not giving up on this, and if my time runs out before they let the truth be known, my family and friends will carry on with this. I'm 100% positive about that. Number four, when you probed the area of where they said they cut a tree down, did you probe in other areas nearby? Answer, yes. I covered the area where the groundsman pointed out he cut down a tree. There were no tree roots. We probed where there should be a tree, if ever a tree stood there, no tree roots. We probed in two different areas then, no tree roots. Later, my attorney asked us to probe where the north tree stood at one time. My daughter, probed and knew when she hit something about six to eight inches deep. Number five, Emily, are you still going to the cemetery every day? Are you taking pictures? Answer, the first part of this question I would rather keep to myself, but I do take pictures every time I'm there. Yes, yes, and yes. And let's just say, if I'm not there, someone else goes to visit, they also take pictures. Number six, you said during the podcast that you hired an attorney. What has he done to assist you with this? Answer, not really anything. 
I know there was a lot of stalling, misleading, and cussing at myself and my daughter where I had to tell my daughter not to pay attention to how he was talking and also how he spoke to me over the phone the morning after the day of the digging of the headstone. Not very respectable. Number seven, I was on the cemetery cover-up page trying to view the pictures to the podcast story and I was confused looking at the pictures. Is there any other place to view the pictures? Answer, please bear with us. The website is being worked on. There will be a link to view the pictures with the description to each picture. Once available, the link will be attached to the podcast. And thank you for being patient. Number A, you say even after they fixed the drains months before the day of the digging of the headstone, the cemetery is still flooding do you have pictures of the date after they fixed the drains? Answer, yes, the cemetery is still flooding. And yes, I do have the pictures of it looking like a pond to the date after they fixed the drains. There were also headstones underwater. As far as this season, the rain has not been as heavy. Number nine, is there anything I, the listeners, anything we can do what you need to get this resolved? Answer, to my listeners, I need advice, opinions, assistance with drafting a law or laws, or any information how to get this resolved. We do need help to get this resolved. Number 10. What information is needed for you to be able to get the law passed? Answer, we need help writing the law, a law required for a nameplate in each casket with an identification bracelet for each deceased and a state representative to stand with us and any and all help we can get is greatly appreciated. This set of questions is from part one, episode six of questions and answers. Number one, have you heard from any other state representatives? Answer, I have not heard from any other state representatives from Oklahoma, but I have heard from a couple outside of the state asking about proof of the pictures. Number two, you want to get the law in place. What will help you and the others? Answer, to ensure people that the cemeteries are responsible for the destructions of the headstones, flooding, the moving, and disfigure of the headstones, to move the headstones back to their resting place. We deserve that. They all do. Number three, what would the cemetery be responsible for? Answer, I would hope they would be truthful. Explain the trench auger lines in the grass and the long pole laying on, on the ground days before the day of the digging. And of course, the whole story of what happened from them saying they cut down the tree to dumping the water onto the ground out of the casket 
to even the stunts that have been proven in pictures of others that they've tried to pull. They need to explain themselves. I believe we deserve to know the truth. All of the families do. Number four, Emily. I can hear in your voice from the podcast story to your questions and answers series. You sound exhausted. What are you doing to keep yourself busy? Answer. I'm trying to stay positive and I have to believe there will be someone that will want to take a look at the proof and help us get this resolved. I am concentrating on writing another book and spending so much lost time with my grandbabies and family. And of course, of daily duties and staying strong. I have to. Number five, have you talked to a tort lawyer? Answer, yes, I have talked to different lawyers when I was able to talk without so much emotion. A lot of times my emotions would get the best of me and I have a hard time getting the story told. But with no laws in place, some would say they wouldn't know where to start or what to do. Someone please help. Number six, how many headstones are affected by the moving of the flood water? Answer, I'm not sure of the exact number of the headstones to the north of the cemetery but I know it has to be more than a hundred. I do have a list of names of the headstones in Babyland 6 West that have been moved for sure. Number seven, have you had any items checked for DNA that came out of the casket? Answer, I did call asking, but because everything was covered in water, it washed the DNA away. My daughter and I even went back to the cemetery the evening of the day of the digging, November 26, 2019, to pick up the clumps of dirt they dumped the water onto, hopefully to get DNA. And the blanket was conveniently washed at the funeral home. I wish we could have. Number eight, Emily, I'm not sure what to ask or say. It leaves me speechless to think of the respect or no respect for another human being. Keep moving forward on this. Someone will listen, will hear you. You're in my thoughts and prayers. Answer, thank you for that. I believe someone will hear me too. I will not stop until someone does. And I appreciate the words of encouragement. Number nine. On the days of sunshine, on the days of rain, keep taking those pictures and the light will shine through. Answer, I believe that too. The words will speak through the pictures and show the truth to anyone that looks. Thank you for that. I like that. Number 10, on May 11, 2015, you say your daughter started calling the city to report the flooding and moving of the headstones. Do you know if they have had anyone check it out? Answer, I have no idea if they did or not, but by the actions they showed over the years, I can take a guess. They most likely did not, but we didn't give up. 
We kept calling and being told the same thing over and over again for the first almost shy of five weeks of the first year. I finally got to show the city manager at that time my concerns, March 28, 2016. This set of questions is from part one, episode seven of questions and answers. Number one, are you serious? And do you have pictures on the day of the digging when they dumped the water onto the ground? Answer, yes, I am very serious. Please, anyone listening, please believe when I tell the story, it is 100% the truth. And yes, the pictures of the afternoon of the day of the digging time frame lines in with the time frame of the video taken. Number two, since your niece came to visit and found the indentation marks of the plot markers in the grass, have you noticed anything anymore? Not sure how to word this, but any more? Answer, no. I still take pictures, and believe me, if there is any concern, I have confidence it will be known. It all has been. Number three, Emily, you're in my thoughts and prayers. You keep working on this. Answer, oh wow, thank you so much for that. And yes, I'm going to. Just a thought. See how just a few kind words can be so nice. Thank you for that. Number four, when did you realize they were trying to sweep this under the rug, as some would say? Answer, Mm, I kind of knew the first year leading up to the first meeting at the cemetery with the city manager at that time on March 28, 2016, when he commented he was looking at it from the east and I'm looking at it from the west, standing next to each other. My thoughts were then and commented the landscape, the tree, the east-west street didn't move. The headstones were moved by floodwaters. Then the next meeting was on April 6, 2016, and I knew after this meeting, I needed to fight to prove what I am saying. Number five, you said you and your daughter probed to see where the tree roots were. Of which tree or trees? Answer. We probed where the city said they cut down a tree, April 6, 2016. There were no tree roots. We probed if ever a tree stood in that location where the south tree would have stood east of Megan's headstone, no tree roots. Then months later, because of the area being flooded a lot that season, we probed where we suspected the north tree stood before a storm cracked it in half and was cut out in 2010-2011. The probe hit about six to eight inches deep and it wouldn't go down anymore. We do have pictures of the steps of the probing. Number six, 
When you met with the groundsman at the cemetery on January 18, 2019, to show where the headstones should be, did he say or let you believe a surveyor surveyed and marked the area? And what was the area marked with? Answer. Yes, the day of the meeting, January 16, 2019. Yes, the city manager said they had a surveyor or surveyed the area to say where the headstone should be. I thought they would have gotten it right. The boxes were drawn in the grass, red lined boxes. I also have those pictures. Number seven, Emily, thank you. That's all. Answer, you are very welcome. Yes, you are very welcome. Number eight, when you go to the cemetery, have you noticed that the headstones line up in a straight line, slightly moved, but in line with all the other headstones in the area? Answer, my niece that came to visit and found the plot marker indentation noticed and took pictures of the straight lined headstones to the north and to the south of Babyland 6 West. Some slightly moved off in line, but yes, those headstones were in rows. Babyland 6 West headstones were scattered. I also took pictures of the north and south area of Babyland 6 West, where headstones show they are in a row compared to the headstones in Babyland 6 West. The headstones are scattered. Number nine, is there any way you could be wrong? Answer, if there were one picture, one reenactment picture, the overlay picture that showed one ounce of doubt. I would second guess being right or wrong, but there's no doubt here. I'm not wasting anyone's time. I wouldn't waste my own time. That's 100% the truth. Number 10, not to sound mean or disrespectful, but do you have proof of what is in Megan's casket? Answer, yes, I have pictures of her laying to rest the day of her funeral and pictures of what she was dressed in and the pictures of what was in the casket the day of the digging. Yes, I do have pictures. This set of questions is from part one, episode eight. Number one, Emily. I was in the state of Oklahoma in 2013 when the tornado hit in Moore in that cemetery. Do you think that the destruction from it caused some of the issues that are going on now? Answer. Oh, I'm sure with the way it floods when it rains, every little bit does not help any. But the tree, the North Tree, was cut out in 2010-2011 due to a storm that cracked it in half. It only shows certain times and dates of the years for updates on Google Maps. And the flood water that moved the headstones happened in May of 2015. But yes, I'm sure it didn't help. Number two, 
When the flood water moved the headstones and the day of the digging, are you sure they dug up your grandchild? And how did they verify that it was correct? Answer, they verified it the same way they expected me to be okay with it. They wanted me to be satisfied with the findings in a casket that did not look like the one we buried Megan in and the belongings that remained in the casket, a crocheted blanket and a Bible with Megan's name engraved on it. The two items my attorney and I said would be in there to identify her when they dug up the headstone. No other items were mentioned, but I have photos of what she was wrapped in, of what she was wearing, and what was in her casket the day of the funeral. No other items were mentioned. They did nothing to verify it was her. 100% and the pictures leading up to the day of the digging and the casket already being opened in the ground and full of water just doesn't add up. Others see it, it's speaking loud and clear. Let the pictures do the talking. Number three, if the cemetery was ordered to move the headstones back to where they belong, would they know for sure where they belonged correctly? Answer, I'm not really sure because of their actions over the years. The admittance map we received on January 16, 2019 does not match up to the map of 1999 when we laid Megan to rest, even with the new graves added. Some names were added twice, three different times on the admittance map. But I know from the pictures that were taken in 1999 up until 2008 shows clearly where they should lay. I offered when we first started complaining we can move them back and move on. We were ignored. Number four, I am, I'm sorry, I'm not an attorney or an official because I would help you in a big way. I hear your story and think, wow, it would be so worth looking into it, this just from hearing of the proof. I hope this can be resolved for you and your family soon. And this kind of stop, stuff stops happening for our loved ones that are laid to rest. Respect the dead and the living. Answer, oh, I wish you were too. But if you know of anyone that knows of anyone that can help, please send them our way. And thank you so much. And I agree, the disrespect needs to stop dead or alive. Number five, what makes you think the casket was dug up? What makes you think it's not Megan's casket? Answer, the casket we buried Megan in was a casket bolt combination. It had four or five tier levels. The one they dug up had one level and flat on top. So visually different looking at the pictures of both caskets, there's no doubt. They pulled it out of the hole. I even thought to myself, 
that's not Megan's casket. And another piece of information, I have shown the pictures of the two caskets to so many different people in and out of the state of Oklahoma. And I have not gotten one yes that the caskets look alike. Number six, I'm almost positive you received the letter of your ex-attorney's response. Answer, yes, I do have the response letter. It really didn't cover anything about the case. He repeated himself a few times. Then the last part of his response blew our minds. Excuse me, us. But what do you think it's done to Megan and the rest of them that should be at peace, at rest? And what it's done to all of us? Excuse me, but I do believe 100%. The truth always finds a way to come out. Number seven, Emily, you and your family, I'm so sorry you are going through this. The anniversary is drawing close. Stay strong, be well. I'm praying for all of you and for you to get this resolved for all of you, for all of them. It needs to be fixed. The right thing needs to happen. Answer, thank you for that, yes. Prayers are appreciated. Kind words and thoughts are appreciated. And any help anyone may know someone that knows someone and so on. Please help us get this resolved. Thank you. Number eight, Emily, you have been working on this for a while. How much longer will you continue to work on this? Answer, yes, I have. When I first started, I had no idea where to start. I figured it out. I compared pictures to then and now, now, no denying it. I listened to advice, gathered information. My niece and I played the find the difference game. And still to this day, you may look at different pictures from then and now and find differences. It's coming up on eight years. And the answer to the second part of the question is, as long as it takes. Number nine, just words of encouragement. You are doing a great job getting the information out there. I want to ask you to take care of yourself and your health. And answer, thank you for that. I am definitely trying. I have to stay strong. I have to keep moving forward. Although my voice may not be heard and loud and clear with all the emotions in it, but I have to keep fighting for the loved ones who don't have a voice. Number nine, if I show up at your door, would you be able to present me with the proof of information, proof of pictures, and the proof of the overlay picture? Answer, yes, I can although I would appreciate an hour heads up to gather it together. I don't think none of it is on hand for my own safety and well-being, but yes, I have proof of information. I have proof of the pictures and the descriptions of the pictures with picture of the overlay picture on a video. Clearly shows I would appreciate it anytime. Thank you for listening. Please stay kind with your words.